0: What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team, and welcome to the KaisaFit Podcast. Before we begin, I wanted to just acknowledge the times that we are in, and I'm hoping that this is finding you all well and healthy. I also wanted to let you know that several of these episodes were recorded previous to COVID-19, so please just keep that in mind as you listen. All right, team, let's jump into it. How's it going, Kaiser? It's going so good. How are you doing, Les?
1: I'm good, you know? Blessed. Stay Live blessed. <laughs> Living the dream. dream. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed less. Okay. There you, there you go. Maybe so, that should so be my thing. new handle instead of balance less. I don't know. Bless, bless less.
0: I'm like a balance less. Thank you. Thank you. So what are we talking about?
1: <sighs> We're going to talk about the fitness industry, um, mm. which I think – could be just a really cool conversation. I think you have had a really incredible career in fitness and have a really mm. unique perspective and I would just love to learn more about how the fitness industry has changed in your time working with it and mm. where you would like to see it go.
0: Well, damn. So <laughs> well, that is a big topic. Mm-hmm. Um It's interesting. So I never really have felt like um, and continued not to feel like I actually belong in the fitness industry. I Mm -hmm. feel like an outsider, almost in some sense, consuming the industry like everyone else. Mm -hmm. From the moment that I was a trainer, I felt so different and believed so differently about what I was doing than those that were around me and those that I looked up to. And so I think for me, I'm just now starting to realize that... And not just now, with the past several years, really realizing that if you want to create change, change happens from within. And so stepping inside of that and really recognizing that I do belong inside mm-hmm. this industry and that I am a piece and a part of this industry and that if I want to create change as with anything and everything in life, you don't just chalk, talk shit from the outside, but mm-hmm. you get in and you start to create that change. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm really stepping into that now and I'm excited for... For what can happen, and, and I believe that this industry needs to change. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Yeah,
1: definitely. I'm curious, why do you feel like an outsider in in the fitness industry? Why do you feel like?
0: That? <laughs> I think I always just feel like an outsider in general. So maybe that's my that's own another personal just issue. Like such an Aquarius <laughs> statement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just don't feel like I belong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the truth of the matter is going in, so I never envisioned I was going to become a trainer, right? So yeah. it's not ever like I just, that was never really my thing. And mm-hmm. so as I fell in love with what it meant to get people moving, yeah. I really had a desire to help people understand how incredible their bodies were. Mm-hmm. And I had a desire not to cosign the fact that movement was this negative thing and to cosign as a trainer that, yeah, 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 come in. Yeah, you do need to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, like let's do these so you can get a bigger butt. Like all that shit that we hear and that is a big piece of the industry. I didn't that wasn't me. Yeah. And so And especially where I started in a big box gym, like they push that on me. I'm 21 or 22 years old. I'm impressionable. I'm trying to do what, you know, my managers and bosses want me to do. But at the end of the day, like they just really want to make money. Mm -hmm. They don't care about the individuals and the human beings. And what I learned and what was a rude awakening is in this entire industry just wants to make money. They don't really care about what is going on and the actual health of that human being. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think that... The fitness industry, the health and wellness industry, generally speaking, not always, is one of the most unhealthy industries. Mm -hmm. Totally. Where people can be unhealthy
1: by consuming too much of it, but also where the people working within it are some of the unhealthiest.
0: Absolutely. Some of the unhealthiest by far and away. And we're, we're, we're pushing a message that's unhealthy. And I think that's my thing, you know, from the beginning was I am not... I don't believe in that. I'm not going to sell that. I know that that's where the money comes from. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll sit in meetings all the time and not anymore because people really know me. But it's so many times people are pushing so much money at you to be able to sell like let's sell the booty workout or let's mm-hmm. sell the how to get a body like this and i'm like there's just so much money in there and yeah. i just think it's such dirty money because yeah. at the end of the day the industry is really harping on and feeding on people's insecurities mm-hmm. like people's lowest lows and you know the deepest darkest ways that they feel about themselves we take that and we exploit that mm-hmm. and i have such an issue with that and something that I feel, you know, for so long that I didn't want to be a part of. But now that I'm recognizing I am a part of it, Mm -hmm. I absolutely am a part. And that in order to create the change, I need to know that I belong here and that I'm in it and that, you know, that's where the change is going to happen. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think change the most impactful change always
1: comes from the inside, mm-hmm. right? Where things are truly happening. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes trying to change things from the outside is like you're moving against <laughs>
0: Yeah. You're moving work. against the flow of it. No. No, and I also feel like I've never been the person that feels like like that you can sit outside of something and tell people what to do yeah. or just shit on something. Like I've always been the person more so than anything of just trying to lead by example mm-hmm. then. And that if you live your life and you do your things and it resonates with the right people and it speaks to the right people, you know, then then they'll be empowered by that. And I yeah. still, I feel that about the industry. Yeah. One of the things, we are just get real about social media. One yeah. of the things, when I realized that I wanted to get the world to move and I realized that I was gonna need a platform to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, I can't train millions of people, in person, when I started to be on social media, the thing I said to myself, because very quickly it turned into, she's the girl that smiles and does crazy workouts, right? Mm. And it worked for me, though, because it was still encouraging movement, and I still felt like that—that that is who I am, and that's what I'm doing. But I had a conversation with myself going on like three years ago that was like, when you get to a certain point point, your platform is at a certain level where there's corporations and people listening to you, I made a little promise to myself that at that point in time, I would kind of, I wouldn't stop what I was doing, but I wouldn't highlight that as much, and yeah. I'd start getting really real about the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. And I think it's really fascinating. We've talked about this, but I have an injury right now. And one of the main things I know this industry, (laughs) this injury is telling me is you told me that when you got to this point, you would do the thing that you're not doing right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's taken me four months with this industry to, I keep saying industry, injury Mm -hmm. to listen to her and what she's wanting me to do. And I've known it all along. But I think at this point in time, I have that platform and and now I need to use it in the right way.
1: Mm, Yeah. That's really beautiful. So what does using it the right way look like to you?
0: I mean, speaking my truth and not going along and not being afraid. I mean, I think the thing is, is like fear drives a lot of what we do. And in an industry that is, you know, a trillion dollar industry, there's so much money here. And it's a male dominant industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being a female in general with something, you know, to say that kind of goes against the grain, like, I'm not gonna lie, there, there's a little bit of fear that goes, you know, with yeah. that. And what are people gonna say and how are people gonna disagree? But you just get to the point in life where you realize that if it's honestly your truth, if it's really what you believe in, and if it's really the thing that, you know, you know, down deep you have to do, then it doesn't matter what yeah. anybody thinks or says. And I think it's taken me a long time to get to the point to feel fearless in my mission, what I'm doing and what I believe in. And just mm-hmm. like, I say I've been saying now recently, trying to remind myself, just unapologetically be who I am and create the change that, you know, I've been wanting to see from day one when Mm. I stepped into this industry Mm. 13 years ago. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So since you've started working in fitness, I mean you just said you've been in the industry for 13 years, have you have you seen it change or evolve in ways maybe positive? or negative? How, how is it different now than it was when you started?
0: I mean, I've seen it evolve in superficial ways, which yeah. people are like, oh, we've come so far. We accept all body types, this and that, whatever. No, you make money off of bo- all body types right mm-hmm. now. That's why you're doing this. And I think at the end of the day, and we've said this before, I'm sick of talking about bodies mm-hmm. in general. I think that this industry makes so much money by telling people that they need to change the way they look without yeah. caring about how they actually feel and yeah. their actual health. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, if this industry, if the health and wellness industry was going to evolve and change, we would actually be concerned with people's health. And I think that that's the thing that doesn't sell. Like, that's the thing that doesn't make money right now. That's not that, you know, hook and bait Um, you know, let's change, let's lose ten pounds in ten days, type shit that makes them trillions of dollars. So, I think right now it's just yeah. From the outside, it's changed a little bit and quote unquote gotten a little bit more acceptable about where people at, but not in reality. No, now we're we're making even more money off of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and not that making money is like the negative thing, but what I'm saying is they're just. For me, at this point in time, they're exploiting anything mm-hmm. that they think is, totally. you know, the thing that's going to work right now. Yeah. And and the accepting of all bodies is, to me, just a fucking band-aid. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent.
1: Because I think that there's not necessarily a lot of conversation that truly is accepting of all bodies. We talk about different sizes, mm-hmm. right? Or if you have someone who has a different size body or whatever, we don't really talk about ability. We don't mm-hmm. talk about ableism. No. We don't talk about movement. If you are chronically ill, movement, if you are disabled, like all of those things, no. where if inclusion of all bodies were really a part of the conversation, that would
0: be happening a lot. Amen. More. No, amen. And I think at the end of the day, absolutely, we do not do that. And I could be a part of the problem as well, because I think I need to, you know, just continuously do what I set out to do was to create movements and you know programs for every single body and um so i appreciate you saying that but i think also at the end of the day movement and the health and wellness fitness industry in general is should be about empowering individuals. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we're an empowering industry in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I can't say in any way, shape, or form because there are definitely, you know, more people moving, more studios mm-hmm. up. There's a lot more that's happening. But yeah. I don't really think from the base of where we're coming from, I don't necessarily think as a whole that it's the best place. I don't think it's the place to say, like, you know, at the end of the day, we're really here to help you become your happiest, you know, healthiest self. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that really – is kind of to me like of the biggest concern right now yeah
1: yeah, absolutely. And I don't remember where I read this, but I read an article not too long ago, maybe a few months ago, and it was about kind of the millennial generation where we are very into boutique fitness and wellness and supplements and smoothies and whatever, yet we're still not that healthy because we're so <laughs>
0: stressed out. Yeah, it's such a joke. It's a band-aid right now. But it's
1: yeah, like in a lot of ways the wellness industry is not actually addressing what the biggest threats to
0: our health truly but are. Why would they They'd gonna make money off of that Totally, exactly the thing and it's like crazy i think at the end of the day the simple things Mm -hmm. that you can do in life are the healthy things not whether or not you took your green shot that day you bought all your you know organic groceries you went to your you know soul side like those are not the things that's just become a piece of the culture that makes you feel like you're doing you know the right thing Mm -hmm. and the healthy thing which there's a little bit of that which is you know fine and take part in it but at the end of the day Really, honestly, the simple things of health are being able to take care of your body and do what it needs to do at any given point in time because you're connected to that. And that means, you know, I'm talking about get enough sleep, get enough hydration, Mm -hmm. you know, basically like figure out the ways that you can de-stress yourself Mm -hmm. and your life. And that's what like health is really about. And Mm -hmm. I think that I don't know if the industry is ever going to change because, I don't know how they're going to try and capitalize on that and make money, you know, to realize that they're not going to make money on that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that change is going to happen. But I think what we can do is have more and more people within the industry, Mm -hmm. you know, speaking out about things so that those that are consumers of the industry and want to start shifting their direction Mm -hmm. and going, you know, a different way, mm-hmm. have other people, you know, they can, you know, look to to guide that way. Yeah. I'm actually really glad that you said that because I feel like
1: consumers have so much power. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think consumers drive have all, the yeah, all the
0: power. Yeah, all the power. Well, we just don't know. We yeah.
1: just are kind of brainwashed into thinking it's the other way around.
0: Yeah. No, people always have the power. Yeah. Absolutely. In all situations. Yeah. Point blank, period. And I think that that's the thing right now. I guess. My thing is that whoever it speaks to, it's supposed to speak to. But at this point in time, even if my message and my story speaks to one person, then it's on me to be able to just be loudly encouraging that one that one person to switch directions. And I think that there are so many people right now that are sick of the image of health and what they think that they're supposed to be doing and are ready for a change. I feel like we're on the brink of that. I don't think the change is going to come from the industry recognizing that and want to create a change. Mm -hmm. But I really honestly think that it's from the people, you know, demanding that. And that, I mean, that's where the power is and that's Mm -hmm. where the change is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And do you think that social media has – helped that cause? Do you think it's hurt it? Do you think it's been a combination of both?
0: I mean, I think it's 100% been a combination of both. We always, at any point in time, you can talk about the negatives or the positives of social media in general. But I think that one of the most powerful things in social media is that it's given voices to those that would never have them. Mm -hmm. And I think that they're voices that are not Propelled and fueled by big corporations and money. And so I think that there's a lot of power in that. I mean, I wouldn't be here if there wasn't social media being able to Mm -hmm. speak my message. Um, And so I always come from the sense of, you know, and the perspective that you can always find the negative and stuff, but you can always find the positive as well. And I think that, like I always say, we definitely need to be watching what we're consuming. So unfollowing and curating your own accounts that you're feeling like everything that you're consuming is something that's positive for you or you're learning. But yeah, I think social media has, in some sense, this sounds really harsh when I say this, but in some sense has turned the fitness industry into the porn industry. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, people are always like, I mean, that like really offends people. But in the sense that, We have completely sexualized fitness because it's eye candy and it's what sells if you get things at certain angles. And I think for me, like that's extremely hard to watch and sad to feel like I'm a part of. I don't feel like I'm a part of, but it's my industry. So that's been painful. And that's been, you know, a major setback with social media Mm -hmm. and, and fitness in general. But, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. So where would you love to see
1: the fitness industry go?
0: Mm. I mean, I think one of the biggest things for me is I just, I want it to truly be like a healthy industry. I want it to truly be about what we're saying it's about. You know, I want us to truly care about, people's health. And that means like from the inside, not the outside. We really don't, we don't care about as an industry, we don't care about people's health because all we're pushing is an image that we're telling them they should achieve that they're never going to achieve. And if they achieve it, they're most likely not healthy Mm -hmm. anyways. So for me, the evolution of this industry would be to really start to wrap ourselves around the fact that we have so much power. In people's lives. And I say this all the time as trainers. When is it, and who else gets an hour of somebody's time that's solely focused on them, where you have so much power in that hour as a trainer? It's scary. Like, what are you doing? Are you helping that person feel better about themselves and more empowered? Or are you pushing, you know, some shit message that you know isn't true and making them feel? even more like shit. Are you owning that power or are you abusing that power? Mm -hmm. And that's something for me that I feel like that message as trainers and really the call to action to step up to the plate. And I say this a lot and not to like kind of bring, you know, politics in our world into it, but we are in a deep, dark space Mm -hmm. right now. And I think it is vitally important that those of us that have chosen to be in this industry, in the industry of health, that we are doing all that we possibly can to really help people get healthy because the change that needs to happen in this world is only going to change if each individual person can become a healthier version of themselves, mm-hmm. you know. And so I hope that trainers start to to take that more seriously and to take that on And, you know, it's one of the big things that I'm going to be pushing for and fighting for and and being loud about, but
1: we'll see. Yeah, that's real though. There is so much responsibility, I think, that comes with being in a part of this industry because Mm -hmm. when you're working with people on these subjects, it's just, it's so sensitive and Mm -hmm. there's just so, there's so many factors to it that Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, even myself included when I worked in fitness, didn't fully
0: understand that responsibility mm-hmm. and the weight of it. Yeah. I mean, you're literally in this in this space, we work with people at their most vulnerable. Yeah, They come to us most of the time from some, most of the time they're coming from a negative space, a space that they want to come to, um, like they want to change something about themselves. They don't like where they're at in life. Whatever it is, it's always a low spot. Mm-hmm. If we take that and we abuse that, like a lot of the industry does, it creates more unhealthy, unhappy human beings. And I don't think, I mean, look at the numbers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or the health and fitness and wellness industry has never been bigger, Mm -hmm. has never made more money. And just take the US, we've never been more unhealthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, what does that say about us? So as an industry, we can completely talk shit about the food and everything else and not not take that as a part of our issue and try to divert that, or we can take ownership of that. And we can say, as those of us that have chosen to be the leaders in this space, it's our job to do our damn job Mm -hmm. and step up to the plate. And maybe what we're talking about and what we're pushing isn't really working right now. Yeah. And something needs to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would also
1: love to talk a little bit about – working in fitness,
0: mm.
1: also taking care of yourself in that space and, and taking care of yourself for trainers who are in that position, maybe very well-intentioned, yeah. uh, but feel a lot of pressure to also take that on for other people while also feeling like they need to be the picture of health themselves. Oh, yeah. Have you
0: felt that way? Oh, Yeah. First of all, it's a super intense industry to be in. As with any industry that you're working, you know, with people that closely and one-on-one, you are constantly taking on their baggage, Mm -hmm. you know? When you end up being, as a trainer, you end up being everything to them, you know? Most importantly, you actually become their therapist and not their trainer. And so you're listening to everything that's going on, you know, within their lives and their days. And if you don't have the tools to know where their baggage ends and your life begins it can be a detrimental you know position to be in and honestly truthfully for me I got to the point within the industry where I couldn't separate that. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it was one of the main reasons why I started to realize like this isn't, I still want to be in movement, but there's something more that I need to be doing and something less that I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was less of the one-on-one. I just wasn't set up to handle that. Mm -hmm. And it was more following my dream and my desire of what it meant to be going on and moving on in wellness, which was social media and everything else. But for me, I think it's really, really really difficult to be in this industry and i think that taking care of yourself like truly taking care of yourself not making sure that you look the look you know and you look the part but actually taking care of yourself is important otherwise you won't make it yeah i mean most most trainers don't make it and mm-hmm. don't last long in this mm-hmm. industry because of that
1: mhm
0: absolutely and i think that's a big part of moving forward a lot of your
1: work right and training future trainers Mm -hmm. or training current trainers Mm -hmm. is to help them kind of avoid
0: that. Yeah. And I also think the thing is, at some point in time, you have to have a passion for helping people and caring about people. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the industry and you don't care about people, yeah. then what the hell are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And I feel like at that point in time, you know, then you you don't belong here anyways. And I think that's one of the things that being in this space, and again, having so much power, like you better be coming from the right spot. Totally. And for me, one of one of the main kind of reasons of wanting to do the train the trainer was not just to give people education, but more like a, a call to action mm-hmm. to start asking you know, this industry to really step up to the plate. Because at this point in time, you know, if you're here to make an extra buck or, you know, because it's quote unquote an easy space to be in, then I really don't think that you belong. And I think
1: for a lot of people, I, I definitely felt this way. A personal love of fitness does not necessarily mean oh, that you need a career in fitness. And I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people get tripped up yeah. is they have their own journey. They fall in love with it. And they think, well, I'll just help other people do this. And for some people like that can be super great. And for some people, <laughs> myself, mm-hmm. you can learn the
0: hard way that that doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then in, and if you're there and you learned that and you went through that and when the time was right that you needed to exit, you exit like mm-hmm. so be it. I'm yep. never going to discourage anybody from being in this industry. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, almost in some sense, I think the industry will burn you out mm-hmm. if you're not in here for the right reason. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things, too, is like this is such an intense industry to be in because it's so big. Yep. And so I always say like to young trainers that are coming in, one of my biggest things is be fearless in your pursuit of figuring out what your passion is within this industry. Mm-hmm. Don't don't feel like you have to do and like everything. Yeah. Pick those things that you feel, you know, fueled by mm-hmm. and that give you more energy and pick the things that make you feel good when you're standing there helping other people. What puts you in the best light so then you can give that light to them. And yep. I think that's the thing in this industry that It's so intense Mm -hmm. because we have to be a strength coach. We have to be able to coach elder population athletes. Like, we have to be a dietitian. Like, there's so many things the industry is, quote unquote, requiring Mm -hmm. of you. And at the end of the day, like, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So what is that thing that fuels you? And if at at some point in time you realize that it's not training people, I would hope that you would, you know – kindly walk yourself out of the industry.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's good advice. Yeah. 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 Thank you for this. I feel like this was just like a really insightful conversation about something really
0: important. It is important. And it's also like, it's important for me not to talk negatively about the thing that Mm -hmm. I'm in and the thing that like honestly changes so many people's lives. And that's where it's like, it's a touchy conversation because I have so much love Mm -hmm. for this industry and and for everybody that's in it and for, you know, what it's doing. But I also feel like at this point in time, there's a lot of power that's being misused. Mm -hmm. And I think that it needs to be redirected. Mm -hmm. And I think that at this point in time, I can no longer sit back and be quiet while I'm watching something happen that I am a part of. Absolutely. And not do the things that I see need to be done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So thank you, as always. Every time, I appreciate <laughs> <Thank> you. you. <laughs> and to the team, I so appreciate you all again for tuning in. Thank you, team. Thank you so much for being a part of this brand new Kaisa Fit podcast. And a major thank you to my girl Les at Balanced Black Girl for helping me make this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com, and if you have a moment, please go leave a review on iTunes. This is new, and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining me today.